Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hi. You know that movie you always wanted to see, but you didn't for whatever reason? Well, I call those black hole films. Everyone has them, and this podcast aims to do something about that. I'm Jeremy Lalonde, and every episode I'll be joined by one or more guests to watch a film that at least someone in that group hasn't seen. We'll talk about our expectations of it before it, and then our thoughts after it. This is episode 68, and I'm joined by Rob Scarborough, a cinematographer responsible for stuff like the great web series Whatever Linda that is absolutely gorgeous to look at, as well as a feature film that is about to be released called Room for Rent, on which he was also a producer. And we sit down to watch a film together. So we're sitting down to watch Something Wild. I'm Jeremy. I have not seen this movie. Nor have I. I'm uh, Rob, and I have not seen this movie either. And also, I was not aware of this movie until I think last year it was playing at, at, at TIFF um, as, a, as like a, an extra screening. I don't know if it was during the festival or outside of it, but I remember seeing some friends posting on Instagram tickets. Oh wow! What was was it like is like an anniversary screening or something? Or there was some kind of special screening yeah. um, of it, and so and I was like, I've never heard of that movie. What's that movie? I was like, Oh, it's a Jonathan Demme film. Yeah. And then I realized how little, and I like Jonathan Demme as a filmmaker, but he's not one of those guys that I've ever paid. When go when I need to watch every single film in their filmography. Yeah, um, I've definitely seen a lot of his films. I have some. But I guess I don't know why it is, but I never went and f- and felt the need to really go through his filmography. Yeah, like even looking back, I because look, I looked at his IMDb because I, I want to figure out when this movie came, you know, into, like into 80s, fruition. Right? Yeah, it's like 80, so. 86, I think. Yeah. So when it, when it came into fruition, he was doing tons of music stuff. Like he was doing music, like any any and up until like almost his death, he was still doing like Neil Young live concerts and stuff. Yeah. So I think he he would. I think this might be his first feature-length film, I'm pretty sure it is. I have to look it up. I decided, yeah, I'm not totally sure, but it's around the first, it's one, one or two anyways. Yeah, I kind of decided yeah. not to look up too much, because I wanted yeah. to go in, and even, I, I, look, I, I looked up a little bit, and I saw some of the cast, I was like, oh, I wish I didn't know yeah, that! Right, yeah, so right. So I've been trying to avoid Any, anything, because it's yeah. so rare to go into something really, really pure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which this one is for me, I know very, very little. Well, about. this is the thing, like, I, I, I also... Didn't know anything about it, and I was reading an article where someone's favorite—I forget who it was—is a director's favorite movie or something, or like, like we started mentioning something wild. I was like, "What the fuck is something wild?" I, I know a lot that. of people that love this film. Yeah, yeah. Which, Turns out there's, there's tons. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, but I literally I couldn't tell you what it's about. I don't even. I think it's a comedy. Yeah, I think I think so. Or drama comedy. I think dramedy it's, maybe. Lean's comedy. It looks like it anyways to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but that's literally all I know. Mm. So I'm going in as. As clean and pure thing. as I can. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost want to ask you what you know about it, but I almost don't want to know. Yeah, no, no, I'm not going to tell you. Let's all right, so it, yeah. let's just dive in then. Yeah, okay, cool. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, we just finished. Uh, I don't know where to start. I was so kind of blown away all the way through... I also love, I mean, what was great about having, not knowing anything about this movie, is it's the perfect movie to go in like that, because you're kind of in the point of view of Jeff Goldblum's character, just not knowing what the fuck is coming. Yeah. You know, this movie could have turned into anything. And to it, produce, to produce. What's that? You said Jeff Goldblum. Did, did I say Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff That'd be Daniels. a different movie. De- that would be much more different. confident. 
yeah, version yeah, yeah. of Jeff Daniels. Jeff Goldblum could have played a really interesting version of the Ray Liotta character. Yeah, though. yeah, totally. Oh, maybe not. Anyway, but sorry, Jeff, say, yeah. Jeff Daniels, yeah. Uh, why did I blank on Jeff Daniels for a second? Um, not knowing where what was going on was kind of where he was at the whole time. Yeah. Uh, although you get that great twist twist in the middle, but we'll talk about that. Uh, so where, like, because it starts off... Not whimsical, but so light. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lighthearted comedy to start, right? It's like it's like um, uh, it seemed like it almost it was two different movies. The the first half being like yeah, like a, a wacky comedy, and you're not really sure it twists and turns, and you're not sure where it's going. And then all of a sudden, you kind of it it leans into the Ray Liotta, um, you know. Uh, stalker following yeah. movie where it could almost turns well, into like um cape fear at the by the end or something. yeah it really does yeah. feel like that well even the title sequence like that font is just so wacky it's and so bizarre weird yeah and doesn't fit even yeah even though because <laughs> yeah. the movie is really charming even the, yeah. the part the, the beginning that's just this love story of you falling in love with these two uh and i love the twist uh when you realize that he is in fact not married yeah, anymore, yeah. because the whole time I'm going, I really am rooting for them, but he's such a shit that he's cheating on his family. Yeah, sure. And as soon as you realize he's not, it's like, oh, well, now am I rooting now? And that was the first time I was like, well, am I rooting for them because he's been lying to her? Yeah, but but he can be with her now because he's not plans, tied to anyone. It's like the plans, trans, and automobiles moment, right? Yeah, where, it's where so kind of, solid. Yeah, it, it's true. It's like I I, I didn't know who was the good guy at first. That's right? what was great about it. Was everyone, yeah. everyone had these shades of gray. Yeah. And then, but then when you find out, it's sort of like, he kind of just needed this. Yeah. He sort of needed to, to, to let loose after whatever just happened to him. But you don't know that. You know, it's, that's like an hour in before you find that out easily. It's right? literally, yeah, it's halfway yeah. through. And even, and then when she goes off back with Ray Liotta, uh, when they tell him to fuck off and leave the hotel room, you don't know. Maybe she's wants to be back with him. Yeah, like yeah. it takes you, like I love, what this movie does really, really well is uh, this controlling point of view where the movie knows where, who, what information it wants you to have at the moment it wants you to have it and, and whose point of view he wants you to be following for this misinformation. Because you, you don't know where they're going or what they're up to. She's kind of driving the car in that regards. But she also doesn't know what's going on with him and his life. Right. Although there's, there's a great little cue that I, I did pick up on earlier on, but I didn't think much of it when he, he's leaving a message for his wife on the phone Yeah, and the phone's uh, and you hear the dial the tone, tone before yeah. you hang up and it's like, Oh, well she could have hung up, but it also felt like a really strong detail. Yeah. To just like, be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Uh, it still didn't, it, it still didn't cue me off. So I like that. It, uh, it tricked me. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't, it didn't linger with me, but it was enough to make me go after go back. Oh, right. They did. Give me that clue. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting movie for him to do too. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't think of any other Jonathan Demi comedies. I, I, not, not offhand, anyways. Like, that, no, I'm you know, gonna, so that, I'm so that's why it's like looking um, up his filmography real quick. Yeah, um, that's why it's so nice to see, uh, you know, that that cast doing a movie with Jonathan Demi. That uh, that wackiness, um, you know. But then it turns into like a more dramatic film by the end of it. I mean, and, I, and I'm a huge fan of movies that sort of take that turn, you know, take that sort of, uh, usually it's a comedy into drama. Usually it's the kind of like the, the, the turn when it's a comedy, but this one was like comedy into thriller, uh, which is an interesting term, which I don't think I've really ever seen. I don't, I, you know, like a comedy to thriller, unless the thriller's taken like completely, 
the same way as the comedy, where it's just a wacky yeah. turn. Well, he did Married to the Mob. That's a comedy. Oh, that's I think, true. Right? Yeah. 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 That was after. Right. Uh, sorry, I'm just going through his filmography. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, there's a couple movies that could that do that shift. Right. Um, there's not a ton, because it's really, really hard to do. Yeah. Um, oh, he did a ton, ton of features. No, he's... This is well into his career. I mean, he's just got a crazy, crazy filmography. Yeah. I need to dive into more more of Jonathan Dem. Dem? Demi. I always Demi. say Demi, yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, but it does that blend well, and it does that point of view really well. So, so you you know you find out later on, but even like she doesn't find out right away. It's Ray Liotta that finds out about the the family stuff, right? right. Yeah, so yeah. everyone has these different pieces of information. Like right. we slowly realize before uh, Jeff Daniels does who Ray, Li- Ray Liotta is to her. Yeah, because uh, you get a sense that it's something like that. That it's yeah. some ex. Yeah. Um, well, there's there's the newspaper clippings that said the the that said uh, and went to jail robber and it was in her yearbook. You know this paper, paper. Yeah, clippings? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I assumed because of those, I assumed. That yeah, I knew that was coming back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's true. Um, so he kind of, I guess he, yeah, I guess like we kind of all those things. Yeah, there's a lot of those really nice. He's really good at that. It's he's, very subtle. Yeah, he's very good at placing those little story points very subtly throughout the movie, where it's you really know those characters by the end of that film, like you know a pretty solid arc of their lives, how they got there. All of them. Like, yeah. you know, by the end of that. Which is great because really you spend so much time throughout going, I don't know what's going on, who's what, yeah. w- if what I'm being told is the truth. Yeah. Like, especially that first half of the movie, just every every single scene is a beautiful surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they go to the... And I love the callbacks. I love the the whole running gag of the the paying the bill and how that keeps on flipping. Yeah, and people, different people, leaving okay. each other with the bill. Yeah, uh, but even like so, you know when they show up to her mom's place, that's she, the best scene in the movie. I'd say I think that's my favorite sequence in the whole movie. Is the mom's house? Yeah, it's like I think. Um, I loved how the mom knew knew about that it was bullshit. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Great that was such a nice moment where she didn't necessarily want to. Um, she didn't really want to uh, ruin it, I guess, or mm-hmm. or or sort of uh, get herself involved. But she knew and was sort of looking out for him, right? Like she kept saying, like, um, you know, watch out for this girl. She's uh, you know, well, whatever. You know, was like, she was more worried about the guy yeah. than she was about her. Yeah. Well, she knows her yeah. daughter. Yeah, she's something wild. Yeah, um, yeah right. Yeah, no, but I love that moment where, and he doesn't try to pretend like he knows that Peaches is smart. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's not going to try to fuck with her. Like, this is that, that beautiful little moment where they're washing dishes together. Yeah. And they have a moment of honesty. And then they say goodbye, and she doesn't try to, neither, neither of them tries to let her know that they've had this side conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's a really great little scene that you easily could have just plucked out of the movie. Totally. Because it doesn't advance the story no, really or anything. But it's just such a great little character moment. Yeah. And and tells you so much about uh, her mom's relationship with her. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah a little, and a little bit of backstory for for her, which is sort of... Uh, Melly Griffith, is that her name? Right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, for her, because you don't really know much about her other than, you know, she was the hot girl in high school. We understand that. We know she was... She's a little wild card, but... Um, you don't really know much about her until that sort of, you know, that, the I don't know, that seeing her mom react to her was more telling than they still get along. 
that she but she knows she's a little crazy, right? Yeah. I really like that about I didn't dig too deep into her past, but just enough for you, so you get it a bit more. Yeah, you know? no, it's just I, enough I really to, like to round it out. Yeah, the the whole cast is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean Melanie yeah, Griffiths awesome. is just a revelation in this yeah. movie, and I don't know. I have to look it up how how deep into her career this movie is. Um, but I mean, she was one of the, one of those stars of the eighties and yeah. early nineties. So. But she's just so great in this movie. I was yeah, surprised I the agree. nudity. I didn't. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um, but she's just so. She's just a, just such a spark. Yeah. Because you know it, it would be so easy to play this character uh, with a bit more of a just a ditz. Yeah, for sure. And and, and, and sure. more white trash. Yeah. You know, but it's like, but you buy. I love every incarnation of her that you see. Like you, you see this. Not really goth. Like, what is she at the beginning? Yeah, she's like she's wearing like a African, like it's the, the continent of Africa around her neck, and she's listening to all this reggae music. But she's wearing. I don't like, really understand. That's dark. the one thing. Well, there's a couple of things I don't really understand. But that being one of the big ones, the soundtrack was super weird, and uh, this this constant always uh, African stuff. Like she's wearing like African yeah. beads. Um, and uh, you know, just it, it was a lot of. She had of, a little doll at one point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's lots of weird. The title se- sequence was kind of like a Spike Lee movie or something. Yeah, and that end credit <laughs> and the end with uh, the woman singing like a rap version of Wild Thing. Yeah, yeah, an improv super, rap version super of Wild super Thing. Weird. So it feels like there's something missing. I feel like they there's something that's supposed to tie all that together, but never really got to it. Yeah, there's some you weird know? stuff going on there for sure that doesn't quite make sense or no. fit. But also, it's you just let it wash over yeah, you. It's charming, though. That's the that's the that's the thing. Like even watching it, I enjoyed the music while it was playing, and it made sense to the tone of the movie. But I still was like, this, "What the fuck is this? Why is this playing right now?" You know? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of things that not irked me, but just in the production design that just felt a bit over the top. Like his apartment, yeah, her right, apartment. Yeah. We see that one shot of. Yeah. Where it just felt a bit over the top. Where I'm like, I love this for the character as an idea. Yeah. But it also makes me sit back and go, who lives in that room? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. do they actually live yeah. in that room and spend time in that room, given who this person is? Yeah. Uh, especially Ray Liotta's character. I'm like, did this guy go out and buy this weird custom wallpaper <laughs> and yeah. put it up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless she, um, unless she did it, yeah, and that, and he's had that no, room since they were together. But he just got out of prison, and that's the weird. Actually, that uh, one of the things I did read before coming into this is that this is Ray Liotta's kind of breakout role. He, uh, he, he, no one really knew. He was in small movies, I think, before this, yeah, or even none. I can't remember, but he, this is like his big. He's phenomenal. He's fucking super good. And, I'm, at and, I, and yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, you know, we know this as, as filmmakers, but I can only imagine they've written this character. They're trying to cast this. And they're probably struggling, and then Ray Liotta walks in the room, and... As, they, like, almost a nobody at the time, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure they're just like, who the yeah. fuck was that? Like, He's that, got that intensity that fucking is not matched. No, it's yeah. just, it's hard, it, it's yeah. such a, a natural, organic thing that it's like, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it, they just, he blew whoever the competition was out of the water. Yeah. I'm assuming he read for this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's phenomenal in it. He's, he's charming, He's fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's sweet. Yeah, he's and his moment at the end when he realizes he's been gutted is such this weird, beautiful moment. Yeah. Like, you're just coming off this really visceral, terrifying scene, and he just kind of stops. And you don't even, they don't ever show the wound. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? The, the just closest, the blood on his head. Oh, but it's such a moment. great, yeah, he goes great to, moment. He goes yeah. to check his hair oh, and leaves that blood. And then he just walks out of the room, and he follows feet, and the next thing we see is a body bag on a stretcher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, did he die? He died? I was like, oh, shit. He's, I guess he died. Yeah, well, you never saw the extent of the wound, but I just love yeah. that moment. I love how they play that moment where he's holding the knife, cause, and he's trying to figure out, what am I going to do with this knife? And then he turns, and he even warns him. Yeah, you know, but yeah. it's too, and they just had that moment where they just play those great sing, those great static singles. Yeah, yeah. oh, the best, and 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 I think um, where Ray Liotta, he's he's kind of like I think he's kind of like the I mean for me the best part of that movie like Jeff Daniels like from I, I always have this problem with him of overacting he overacts there's scenes in that movie where he's too much and that's like that's like everything he's in every single yeah. thing he's in. Where he just play, what, what he plays the awkwardness. He plays the like the weird. It just seems a bit fake sometimes. The Jeff Daniels, but when he lowers that, yeah, lower like lowers that um, intensity or lowers the um, energy, then he's fuck amazing in it. Like that, it's it's, yeah. it's like like eighty percent amazing. But there's this twenty percent and everything he does. I, in my opinion, I found in this movie yeah. that twenty percent. I felt it fit this character and that the he first was, half of the movie, yeah. He was a guy that was uncomfortable with himself and so he was doing these projections. Right. And so I felt like it it it, it worked more or less for me. Yeah. Interesting though. Yeah, like I, I just always I just feel him acting every once in a while. And this one there at the beginning of the film where it's the wacky parts. Yeah. He goes he always goes for the the jugular when it comes to the wacky. Uh I feel it a bit and I felt it in this, but again, he brings it back down halfway through the movie, even before that, really, there's a bunch of great scenes in before that, but halfway through the movie, turn, when it turns that, yeah. turns from a wacky comedy to the thriller, he really just fucking ratcheted it up as, uh, he was awesome after that, for sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's weird. Cause I, it's like, cause I watched that, uh, Aaron Sorkin show that he did. Newsroom. Yeah. Yeah, newsroom. Like the same. I feel the same way when he's like, he just. There's so many scenes where he just is like way over the top, and you're like, I, and I don't believe what the fuck he's saying. Mm. There's sometimes you're like, oh my god, he was amazing in that scene, but it's like really inconsistent for me in everything that he does. But that's just me, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I never, I never stuck with the newsroom after the first season. Just, and it's not that I didn't like it; I just never got back to it. Yeah. But that opening monologue in the yeah, of course, pilot is it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, but that's what that's, hooked, Aaron that's what hooked everyone into that that's show. Perfect. Yeah. Was well, a, it's it's like the it's like the I mean not to divulge too much, but uh, or, or or to go off the tr- off the rails too much, but like that's you know the West Wing version two. So it's like my left, sure. it's like my left wing thoughts, you know, uh, in a newsroom show instead. So it's like almost that that monologue could have been the West Wing, and no one would have noticed. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, um, if he was still writing the West Wing, it, yeah, it would have been, been in there. Yeah, it would have <laughs> yeah, yeah. been in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so, so I like that it's the the. Um, but some of the like the titles, I don't, I don't, I still don't really get, get the cohesion tie, ties in in any way. Like they didn't explain it. Like did she take a trip to Africa or something? Like is there something? That, you know what <laughs> You're I mean? really like, caught up on that. Yeah, I just don't know why, why the titles are like that. Why the music's like that? Again, it didn't it didn't bother me. It didn't take me out of the film. It just is just I'm just confused of where it comes from. Why, yeah, what the choice was. Yeah, for. why is there like a why is there like a um, an urban flavor? To a movie that doesn't necessarily need one or warrant one, you know. I almost feel like <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange, right? Well, this you know this is what's this is the mid mid eighties, right? Nineteen eighty six. This comes out, so this is right when Spike Lee's coming. Oh, yeah. out. I almost feel like yeah, they yeah. were trying to do his be New York inclusive or something, or just being maybe 
it was just a really early att- attempt at just trying to be more inclusive. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. but in a weird way, that feels a bit like cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a good way of putting it, yeah. You know? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Where that you're like, where is it coming from? Like, you would get it if, you know, Ray Liotta's character had that background. And so they shared that. Or they took a, at some point, they could have literally just said, they took a trip to Africa. Whatever the fuck it ends up being. Um, And she really You could have explained it, I think. I think you could have explained it. And and I just don't. But there's something about, there's so much in this movie that isn't explained that I almost (laughs) go, fuck it, I'm okay with it. It doesn't. Yeah. No, it didn't take away. It didn't, ta- it didn't take away. I'm just getting a little confused when it's over. That's yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I didn't really think about it until you brought it up. Right. Um, just because I was, I was just... This was the kind of movie that I just kind of sat down and I was in it for the ride. Yeah. And because I didn't know where it was going to take me. Literally, it's, in a, yeah. it's a road movie. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, the idea of not... All, all we knew... Because there's no story to this movie, really. There's yeah. no... You know, they're, they're, they... All that's going on is Jeff Goldblum ditches work. Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Why do we keep on saying Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> Jesus. Because he's just great. Just, that's why you love him a lot. Exactly. Uh, uh, Jeff Daniels, all we know is like she's like she's going to give him a ride back to work and then she doesn't. Yeah. So the whole time he's just going along with whatever she wants. Yeah. And, and so are we. And so, yeah, it's like first it's you know, the hotel rooms. And, and, and you don't know. Like if, when she goes to the pulls those handcuffs out. You're expecting she could do anything. Yeah, she could rob him. Yeah, you know, and yeah, which is like, which is kind of like what I expected, but it didn't happen. And then maybe the rest of the movie is about him trying to get his money back or try yeah. to, because at that point you think he's a family man still. Yeah, yeah, she could ruin him. You know. Yeah, he's he's taking a big swing, letting this yeah. woman he's never totally. met handcuff him to a bed in a in a shitty seedy motel room. Yeah, yeah, which is like, which is why, I, um. I, I, I liked the entirety of the movie, but I really liked the first hour. Hour. A lot. Like, more more than the second part. Like, the first the first hour, is, it takes you on all these sort of twists and turns, and you really, like you're saying, you don't know where it's going whatsoever. Yeah. And I really liked not knowing where the fuck... Like when they show up at the high school reunion, I was like, what the... That's a fucking fantastic A, like set set piece, perfect, and I didn't see it coming at no, all. Me. And the mother is a great scene, but then it becomes this sort of almost typical thriller by the end. As right? soon as Ray Liotta's character, you know what's going on, you start seeing the beats. Yeah, like uh, they, there's still great moments in there. Like, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. the moment where he leaves him in the diner with the cops and then uh, sticks him with the yeah. bell, which yeah, is a great callback. Good. Yeah, uh, but even in that moment, you know. He's coming after them. Yeah. Like, you know that's going to come. So it's too bad. Yeah, I will say, even though I did like, I, I, I was fine with the transition. I didn't mind it getting darker because what I liked, I liked that um, it became real. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they had kind of lost that innocence that they had in that opening. Right. So I really liked that part of, of, of the transition in the second half. Um but it def- I would have loved the movie to surprise me as much. Yeah, I agree. In the second exactly. half as the yeah. first half did because yeah. although it did have little moments like I love how the final you know altercation played out. Yeah, uh, and because also Jeff Daniels is not a killer. No. You know this guy is just not. I loved that he got the upper hand and the w- and just the way he's pulling on those handcuffs. You, yeah. you can just feel it. That yeah, that metal that is good. that whole that whole sequence is awesome. Again, it, but it, to me, it felt like a completely different movie. At that point, I was like, "This is not even what we started with." With those weird, wacky 
Spike Lee titles and the fucking reggae music to this <laughs> to this scene. It's true. You know, it's like where it's, it's it's just the turn is almost too much. And I and I I'm, not, I'm like I always I'm a very strong advocate for the turn. Like I like when comedies become something else or thrillers become something else or whatever. It just becomes become something new. But I think you need to sort of meld it. It's a very hard fine line to to, yeah. to walk. And and even in a, the film I just did was the similar thing. It's a thriller comedy. We wanted to go super thriller, but everyone kept telling us to go more comedy. Yeah. And we kind of got that. But I think we didn't go f- too far either way. And that's another problem that you can find. Oh. So this one went really far yeah. with it, like really far. And I think maybe it may be too far, but it's still, it's still enough to make the story uh, interesting in a way that I'm not expecting, which is really a, fu- a really fucking far- fine line to, to yeah. walk, you know? Well, you can definitely see where uh, Jonathan Demme's, Demme's strengths lies yeah. and, and where he's going, mm-hmm. right? Especially if, if he's coming kind of out of comedies and, and, you know, slowly working his way towards Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a little bit of, little bit of it all in there. I love that. F- I don't think it was the final line, but I loved, you know, one of those last lines when he says, you didn't say goodbye, and she says, I never wanted to say goodbye. Right. Uh, and then they go to us, and then she has yeah, a station wagon. Ones. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she has yeah. like this awesome, cool wood yeah. paneled From station like wagon. Nineteen fifty-eight or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which is like I always wanted one of those as a kid. Yeah. I think that they had that same car in uh, the original Muppet movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I always wanted that <laughs> car. Funny, yeah. I, I had a little Hot Wheels toy <laughs> that was that yeah. car, and that's the one I always wanted to play with. Right. When my friends came over, and they're yeah. like, "Why do you want that shitty wood panel? Wood panel? But that's the car I wanted because it was in the Muppet movie." <laughs> Because that was my childhood. I love that line where she's right, right at the beginning of the film. You you know, you know what you're getting into when she's she sort of calls him out on you like to steal candy bars and you know you're, you're bad you're a bad guy sometimes. I think she said or something like that. Right? Yeah, rebel. She yeah, rebel, rebel sometimes. Yeah, I loved that moment of like her calling him out on it. But and then he's, he's like, I'm a rebel, but like yeah, within yeah. the mainstream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love that. I love that she. I love that she calls him out, and then she's a, a far worse criminal yeah. than uh, yeah. than, yeah. than than he could ever be. Um, um, the supporting cast too. We we're, were, we're, were sort of commenting on oh, yeah. the movie was um, well, just yeah, all the the background performers and, and the day players, just nuts. Yeah, they all feel like so real good. people. They must be. I mean, the one, the one guy was uh, what's the something kid? Played oh, the, the, the Texas, cowboy, the yeah. Texas kid, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So there's got to be um, uh, some real people in there. There's got there's got to be like on their try because it looks like they're in they're probably in about five different towns. I'm not sure if they actually did five towns, but it looked seemed like there was. Yeah, um, I'm so sure maybe every town they went in. Yeah, they just found a couple of people that. Well, you do see the sign for Virginia. Yeah, so you, they did some location. Right. They did probably a week on the road, and then yeah. the rest was all, you know, making. F- one town to like five or six. So this is something else I read. So uh, uh, to, not to sort of uh, put the brakes on that part of it, but um, the the writer, I just, just sort of just popped in my mind. The writer is the same writer that uh, wrote um, Foxcatcher. Oh, same I haven't writer. seen Foxcatcher. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. But I know oh, it's the recent. But yeah, it's yeah. super dark, no funny at all. And But he's, he's it's been a while since he's written some things. I think he's done some TV. Um, but... 80s I just there's some I don't know, there's something really cool about that he can write that and write the yeah. darkest movie ever. Well you can see where the darkness seen. came, yeah. came yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh before we we get away from the uh so supporting the supporting cast, cast. Yeah, sorry. I love that little moment when they go to the Italian restaurant. Was it, was it mom and pops? Yeah. yeah. Is it mom and pop mom and dad's, mom and dad's, dad's mom speaking? And dad's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
that the, guy, the that Mater Day, Mater D, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actor at all. yeah, exactly. That guy felt like mm. it felt like they got the location and totally offer, and offered him the part. You want the, yeah, you, yeah, want, you want you want to yeah. do it? Yeah, it's the, the John Waters cameo was nice too. John Waters is always nice whenever he does so many cameos. I mean, he's always as ever, good in every. Yeah, and John Sales, yeah. another director, uh, played. Um, Did he, was he singing in the he band? He was the cop. No, he was the cop, motorcycle cop. Oh no, shit. Okay, yeah, and uh, the, the singer was somebody too, but I could not in the band at, at the uh, reunion. I wonder who it was. I'm not going to find out after. Um, I think it was an actual band. Yeah, it was an actual band. Yeah. But the singer that came up and did the last song, oh, I the guy with the glasses and he's had a beard. He was a dude. I just don't know because because I think Jonathan Demi at that point had been done tons of music stuff. So he was he's worked with the Talking Heads. He's worked with tons of people. Um, and so I think the music world is probably just scattered throughout there a little bit. You know? Yeah, saw Talking Heads T-shirts and hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's a movie that it's like it's funny now you you look at it and it's like oh it's trying really hard to be hip. But I wonder if it was just actually hip. Yeah, at the time. I think it. I f- it, it probably felt, was. It felt actually. I mean, it doesn't it, feel like it's trying. No, it feels. You know what I mean? It, it felt very natural to me. Yeah, you know? like you get this Naturally sense hip. that it's <laughs> you know in in the bulk of the eighties. Yeah, you know, it does feel a bit like the eighties version of counterculture. Yeah, right. To some extent, right. yeah. you know, the characters are making non traditional choices. Um, Especially that first that first hour. The first hour is just like I, I would you know any any aspiring screenwriter, I would say t- study that first hour or something wild. Yeah. Because you don't if you want to watch a movie where, you know the the writer is just in such control and the filmmaker of what they want you to know mm-hmm. uh, and how little information they're giving you, but they're giving you just enough. And it's interesting, I'm just, I'm just editing my new film right now, and we're just in this process now of going, how much can we pull away, yeah. and it still makes sense, because we, uh, we just had a screening, and everyone's like, and our biggest question was like, does everything make sense? And the answer was like, everything makes too much sense. Yeah, in okay. fact, we think you can really, really pull it back a lot, which is music to our ears, and we think, great. It's, it's so, you always want, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. now we're doing the next patch, where it's almost like, let's see if we can make people confused, and All then right. find the middle ground in between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's always a tough, tough um, line to uh, walk. Um, you, it's it's the same thing. Like make, making a movie, it's always we got it. You have to. Everyone tells you to get the information out in the first act. You got to get all the information out. Make sure that everyone knows everything about everyone, so then you know why, why you're on why you're on the ride. But that never really works. Nobody actually wants that. No one ever. No one wants that, and it's also. Um, uh, way too in your face. You almost get distracted. If you don't know too much, you just can't. You you can't go on this journey with like the same something wild. You can't go on this this weird and wacky left turn journey with people you know too well because it's no. If you know they wouldn't do it. Or if they, we'd have got a scene of Jeff Daniels in the first five minutes in his house, sad house yeah. with his family gone, and we totally. already knew that, that would have wrecked the first hour of yeah May. i totally agree yeah. uh you know that reveal was so beautiful of yeah. finding out that his family had left him and it just made you it made you feel happy because it made you feel like oh these two can be together but then also man oh he's fucked he's up sad. yeah there's sad. something going sad. on with yeah. him but also you feel now you feel sad like he's a little puppy yeah um yeah and you didn't know and i love that you didn't know how she felt I love that she was kind of torn. Although I would have loved... I mean, it'd be interesting to see this movie more from her point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to some extent because we get that, but you also just don't. You know, you're. It really is. He's. It's, it's his, his. It's, it's his, his movie. movie for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of, li- I liked. I liked going through that innocent perspective, you know, to watch um, it through his innocent, innocent-ish eyes, you know, especially that first hour when you're kind of just going through this weird journey with this guy that's just seemingly, uh, you know, straight-laced, uh, you know, um, I, I really liked that about, you know, if, if it was from her perspective, it might have been a bit easier to sort of tell what was going to happen, maybe, right? But if you're along the ride oh, with, sure. with him, it's it's sort of like, you're kind of just like, oh, sh- yeah. every left turn, you don't... But that's almost like, it's, it's interesting, nice. it makes me think that it's like the, the tone of the movie kind of follows his change. Yeah. And as things are becoming more real yeah, for him... Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. As yeah. things are becoming more real for him, the movie hmm. shifts into that more, not grounded, because it feels grounded throughout for the most part. Uh, just less cutesy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it it it, it loses a bit of its whimsy and and shit gets polish. serious. Once shit gets serious, yeah, and, yeah. and shit gets more real, and hmm. and there's there's danger and there's stakes now. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I maybe mean, that eases, sort of eases you into. I mean, watching it, I guess, or watching it again, and you know, if you were to watch it again, it would ease you into the the change a bit more keeping that in mind yeah this yeah. is almost one of those perfect movies where it's, it's funny because uh, I didn't realize this was a, was a criterion and so my first entrance was like oh I want to pick this up next time I, I, I do one of my, my binges uh, but I also go I'm like it was such a perfect viewing for me that I felt like I got everything out of it mm-hmm. and I'm like I wonder if a second viewing would just fuck it up right because I loved the movie works so well because I don't know anything and I wonder how it would be on a second viewing, especially yeah. the first hour. I would just never be able to watch that movie and just have that. I, I sat here just delighted in that first, especially in that first hour. Uh, although I did like, I liked the whole movie. Yeah. But just that first hour was so enchanting for me that I never wanted it to end. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I agree. So it'd be hard to, to be, although I will, I'm sure I'll rewatch this film. Um, mm. because it, it's the kind of film I'd love to study and just think about more. It's a really it's 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 the most interesting road movie probably. It's like an almost like anti road. They keep getting I guess they get stuck. Um, but it's like a like a road. It's at its core it's like a road movie. Yeah. Right. But then it turns into this um, thriller. I don't know. What, yeah, because they call they, it. Yeah, because yeah, they get to to her mom's her small yeah. town that she grew up in, and then they stay there, and then they're on their way back. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a really. Uh, good take on um yeah just watching two people get to know each other on the road you know it's like yeah really, and then really, really get fun. to know each other yeah because yeah, the first hour is very much everything's disguises and yeah totally yeah and uh just kind of like rose rose colored glasses mm-hmm. and then uh, and then the glasses come off yeah uh yeah what else what, what, what do you take away from this when you when um, you think about your own stuff like what, 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 yeah. what do you learn from a movie like this? I, I think I, I mean the, the the most obvious thing for me is just that turn needs to be ease a bit. There needs to be a bit more ease into the turn a bit more, right? The 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 plot turn, plot twist. Like for me, it was just two movies, and that's fine. And it was they're both movies were great, 
Yeah. But like as a total, as an entire, as an entire film, I think there was just, a, the it just got, t- the tone shift was ex- pretty extreme, um, to, uh, you know, again, like I was saying, like when he's, when he's the big final scene, you, I'm like, this is the same movie that has the, you know, the Jamaican music at the, at the beginning and like Spike Lee titles, like what's going on here? Yeah. So I think I think just knowing that and knowing just what is it that will uh, ease you into that if you choose to do that in your film like what is it that makes it easier for the audience to sort of get it or yeah. understand maybe like like you're saying like maybe with with when you think about it it's he he's it's his journey so you're this is actually becoming serious so it is now it's a thriller because it's happening to him but I think there, I don't know if it needed like more comedy through, I, I don't know if that's the solution, but it just, yeah, I think that's, that's the thing I learned the most is just trying to figure out how to make, if you want to make, if you want to make that tone. turn, balance the tone a bit. Or ease better. it in more a bit. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Or just have, or, or yeah. to the contrary, have a scene where you see the shift so harshly. Right. Um, well, I noticed, you notice? I guess it was the, the scene that. Where it really shifted was the robbery scene. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. That's where everything went from when all of a yeah. sudden he shot the the TV. Just, it's a different movie, yeah. And then all of a sudden, that's where it was. So it kind of did have it. It did have that really sh- dark moment where all of a sudden, you know, Ray Liotta has revealed his hand, mm-hmm. uh, and now things are things are real. Yeah. No, I, really, I I always whenever I watch movies from this time period, I always just. I love how uh, natural they look. You know, like, everything from that, from, like, you know, I mean, up until, like, the 90s, really. Like, things just didn't have a really specific look to them. Like, it just looks mm. natural and uh, normal. Still be very beautiful stuff in there. There's lots of really nice stuff in there. Um, but it just feels like, it just feels easier to get wrap your mind around the story when it f- looks real. You know, it's still a movie. It's still lit. It still looks beautiful at times, but it just looks. There's no look on it. There's no hyper, like bleach bypass bullshit. There's just yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. it just looks like a real, like a documentary sort of. You yeah. know, a lit documentary style. Yeah, there's you know? a nice simplicity to it. Yeah, yeah, really, really simplistic, simplistic sort of approach, and I kind of miss that with new movies. Everything has a fucking. Every movie has a look, some sort of look. You know. Yeah. I yeah, just, I always go back to even you know all the Hal Ashby movies. There's they're all they're, they don't look great, but the look is always specific. so yeah specific yeah. and simplistic and real and but you don't need to have a heavy sort of in your face you know look to to get you into a story. At and all, and right? this is coming from someone who is a DP. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there's it's fun to do those looks sometimes if the if the story warrants it, but. A story like this, even though it turns into a thriller and it doesn't get darker, the lighting gets a bit darker and whatever. Um, it's you don't need it sometimes. I think I think like the you can get into the story a little bit more if it just looks a bit more natural or real or um, doesn't have a look really, right? I don't, I don't yeah. know how you describe that look really. Like, what would you? <laughs> how would you describe that look, right? No, but it is that it is that eighties look. It's just it's just plain. I, I plain is not the right word, yeah. but. Uh, kind of unobtrusive yeah in a way yeah, yeah. like ambient i guess yeah. is, is a good way to describe it it just feels like you said natural it doesn't it's not trying to put on any kind of airs it's yeah. just uh functional yeah yeah, yeah is, it's is a functional a, look yeah it's a functional good, look good you know but it still looks good it's still <laughs> yeah. you know that it, 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 it tells a story that needs to be told 
but there yeah. are some really great little moments and visuals For that, sure. that work really nice. And, and there's some, you know, things where you definitely feel the filmmaker's hand. Uh, but but he's oh, not. Time. But he's not trying to show off in any way mm-hmm. that gets in the way of the story, which is I think what you're talking about. Where you know films these days, every film has a look, yeah. whether it warrants it or not, and whether it fits it or not. Totally. Too. You know, I often watch a lot of indie films, and I go, "What are you actually why trying are you doing for here? For? Why are you why are you moving the camera? Why does it look like that? Why yeah, why, why just, is the color shift? Why the color shift halfway? You know, like yeah, are you doing it just yeah. to to fuck around? Are yeah. you experimenting? Do you not understand the motivation for these things? Exactly. And you're just playing. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a big thing for me, and I, I think um, it it's it's hard not to want to make your film look different or stylized or yeah. it's fun to do that but like you're saying like it's it's there's so many films that just don't warrant the way that it looks you no, know what i mean i, I like to always for each project come up with a couple of rules mm-hmm. for how we yeah. do certain things Very important and follow those rules and they're different for every project and they're all they all come out of you know the kind of film it is the kind of film that uh, i'm inspired by for that particular project and then trying to stick to that, and that comes down to how we do movement. Yeah. You know, when we move and why we move, and the kind of shots we use and why we use them. It's important. I, I, I try to, I try to, I, I've been sort of talking to younger people a lot lately um, about cinematography, about making movies, and it's a thing like that I find that's not talked about enough is like that language of film. Like, and... Even as a student, like went going to school for film, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't learn enough about it. Like we learned about it, but it wasn't enough. No, but they tell like master scene technique. Yeah, where it's like yeah, yeah, a master and coverage. Yeah, exactly. Is that the most basic way? But I think it's also it's like a generation that's just raised on shit tons of TV images, shit tons of TV where they just cover the hell out of everything. Yeah. And then figure out in the edit suite, as opposed to going, no, this shot tells this part of the scene, yeah, and this shot shows that part of the scene, yeah. Where yeah. it's just like you never feel like I know when I'm on set, and then you know the script, scripty comes over and it's like, oh, we missed this part. This part of this, the take didn't work, and I can usually say we're never going to be yeah, on this shot during this that shot, part, yeah. Yeah. so it's okay. Uh, on that note, I will say that working with a director that's also an editor is the most. Handy. Annoying. No, no way. No, the exact opposite for me. The exact opposite. Because on, on on your note, it's like you don't you don't overshoot things for the sake of overshooting. You don't spend the time on something that you don't need to spend the time on. Like I think that's a really big thing that like a lot of I, I think I mean honestly, a lot of majority of directors overshoot stuff. Like majority, like most, I'd say at least yeah. the people that I work with, anyways. Um, <clears throat> no. And then you find the person that understands where, what you need and the pieces that you need and how to put it together. And that's, that takes time and that takes studying yeah. and all that stuff. And I just don't think people do the studying enough. They kind of just get, they get pushed into being a director or whatever. Yeah. I think more filmmakers you know? would benefit from editing their yeah. own stuff. Oh, totally. Or at least trying to, whether, yeah. whether they can do it or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I'll know, I'll be able to say, you know, this is the master for the most part. It's going to die in the middle. Yeah. I'll never use the middle of it. We'll shoot the whole thing to have it. Yeah. But it's like, so if you need to reframe to get over here, don't worry about... Even... Totally. Like, for, for me, too, it's like, I'll be shooting a shot. Like, my eye will be in the eyepiece, and I'll be shooting a shot, and I'm just like, fucking, this, this moment is so beautiful or so whatever. And then 
I'll see it edited together, and it's like four. It's like four shots, but the moment's cut up into four shots, and it just takes me out so fast. The moment is lost, hmm. right? So I, I, you know, to to minimize what it is you're trying to say is tough. I mean, I know it's like not the easiest thing to do, but that for me has always been the problem with most things um, when people don't necessarily are, 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 aren't editors or don't necessarily know the language of film. Yeah. I don't know. know what a close-up is for. Yeah. And it's when just like, why you just cut out of that? No, it's fu- no, you need to fucking stay on his eyes. Don't, don't, don't cut out. It's just, yeah. you're out of it. It's like or, that whole motion's gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or cutting from a close-up to the other character's medium yeah. and then back to the person. It's like, oh, what? the worst. Yeah. Anyway. The worst. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. But Nerds. Yeah. 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 No, but no. it's true though. But I think, but I think everyone actually kind of, uh, if we were to actually like, uh, practically show someone what you're saying, like, and you edit something together so they could see the versions of it. They'd know, they wouldn't really know what the difference is, but they'd be like, that one feels better. I think yeah. most people will know that. Right. Well, that's just it. I mean, you know, everyone always, you know, credits editing as the invisible art because if it's done properly, you don't notice it. Yeah. yeah. You know, cause it just, it just feels natural and it flows. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mo- most editing shouldn't show itself off. No, for the most part, for sure. You know, I, I feel the same way. I feel, I feel the same way about cinematography, though. Yep. Like I feel like it should. You should. The show off moments should be the show off moments in the script in which you are trying to show off the moment of the script. And I think that some people really lean on making every frame of their film look great because they come from music videos. They come from yeah wherever that is. Where the images are everything. Commercials. Every images is everything. Yeah, but right. but it's like, but those icon. I know what you're talking about because it's like there's a lot of times where people just get pulled up by a cool shot. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're being pulled cool. up by a cool shot, the shot's not that cool yeah. because it just pulls you out of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Pulls you out of the story. Hundred percent. Unless it's coming at this peak of emotion, exactly. And it's tied into that, and it's yeah. knowing that too, and that's the trick too. It's like because it's easy just to sit around a room and go, "Hey, how can we? What's the coolest shot we can get in this room?" It's, like, yeah. it's not that hard to come up with cool shots, no. but it's like, but it's knowing that oh. This is the moment in the film where we can we can earn that cool shot yeah. because spend the time on the cool shot. Yeah, yeah it's going to come in a moment that it uh, is emotionally deserves it. Yeah, as I agree. opposed to just throwing it into a random scene that doesn't really need it, and now I'm being pulled out of that scene. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, which this which this movie doesn't no doesn't, doesn't do at all. No, no, I, I think it's yeah the great yeah this movie. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. No, this is great. The whole the, yeah. the whole the, 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 the movie is meant to inspire conversation yeah, about yeah. about everything. So. But you're right though. It, it, it's sort of the moments that needed to be beautiful were beautiful uh, in their minimalistic sort of way, uh, and the movie in general kind of had this really even flow, uh, um, as far as just the look and, and feel and the editing was, I thought the editing was fucking awesome. There's, yeah. there are scenes where it's just them on a bed and it's one shot and they talk like sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Don't cut into their overs. Don't cut into like a fucking clothes. You don't need it. Hold on the performance. Why? As long as the performance yeah, is working, yeah. hold on the performance. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't and matter if you, it doesn't matter. Like to, to me, people are always trying to just like, Oh, you got to see them. You got to, but if, if, if the emotion's there and if the people, um, it, I, I, sometimes you just don't need to remove yourself from a situation or include yourself into it. If it's just already there. Yeah. I love a good one. You know winner. what I mean? I <laughs> you know love yeah. a good one. Yeah. Which is the hardest thing to do in the world, but it, it's a good one feels way better than 17 edits. No question. Every single time, Dep- you know, if you're trying to, if you're trying to really seep your seep into the story and the actor's emotion in that moment, 
you cut 17 times, you're never going to do that. If you, if you just watch from a distance, like you're sort of like a cinema verite, fly on the wall, that's when you, like, that's, that's for me anyways, what I feel that I'm most close to the characters, when you're kind of just watching them, and it doesn't cut. And it's well, you like, get, and especially oh, if you have two that. great actors, and, and you have their natural rhythms. Yeah. You know, there, you, there's nothing, you know, the, the greatest editor in the world can't, recreate that yeah, yeah you know but also yeah. it's like when they're well, really yeah, yeah, when they're really dialed in and they're and they're being natural and honest it's like you're never going to match those performances anyway yeah when you go in to do coverage yeah you know we just had that in, in the movie i just shot we have this we have this five minute is it five minutes it's four or five minute winner yeah nice uh that's just seeing two actors t- two characters talking to each other love it and we and we covered it first but by the end of the Masters, it's like, I don't know how we'd ever, like, we have this one beautiful, amazing take, and it's just like, that's the take. Yeah. I don't know how we would cover that Yeah, in a way that's going to match that, but also, I don't know, it's just like, let's just, and we just decided in the moment, it's like, let's just, we, we still have two more hours left to shoot that scene. Yeah, yeah. But we kind of just decided, fuck it, let's just commit to it now yeah. and say, this is what that scene's going to be. I think, I think that's... You know, I, I mean, I, I know, I know uh, a director that I work with will, will maybe disagree with me a little bit. Like sometimes you need to save it in the edit. Maybe, maybe the fact that you have one cutaway will save your ass. Yeah, uh, you know, it's time wise. But for that one, like, there's, not, there's nothing to cut to. It's two yeah, actors yeah, yeah. talking in a scene. But I'm sa- but but my, the the reverse of that is uh, I love when you just do commit to something which yeah. just doesn't really happen often where you're just like fuck it no this is the, this is it one shot we got it, let's get out of here yeah like that to me is that to me is filmmaking like that this film had hardly it was covered with one or two shots a scene yeah other than the fight other than the big fight scene at the end or something yeah but, but even then i would say yeah. like the one thing that i think really nice. like in that in that word we were looking for i think the word that, that i think you could use for this the the cinematography in this film is restraint yeah is just really not trying to overdo things and, and and you know circling back to the the the, the knifing scene, mm-hmm. you know it's like it would have been so easy just to show just that, tilt that, down and see the well yeah and it's like yeah. that's what the audience is expecting but yeah. it's like but it's no it's like keep it personal keep it on the faces uh, whenever whenever I see that stuff though I always think of like like on the day the wound looked terrible so like fuck we let's not let's not pan down like sure just, yeah. yeah we're sitting here yeah. going what a brilliant amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like oh no choice. the wound looks shit the yeah but on the day it's makeup. like yeah they couldn't do it well yeah. it's, it's similar I was just thinking that as, as you were saying that I was thinking of you know you know everyone revels about Jaws and how you know and, and, and the beauty of that filmmaking but you know the, we know from history that the, the machine the, the robot didn't work yeah. and so they yeah. had to shoot it differently for yeah. the most part but that's what makes that movie work so well. Oh, for sure. Is that that happy accident? So yeah. So whether or not it was an accident, doesn't matter. That the wound yeah. looked like shit, and they couldn't show it. Doesn't matter. You know the fact that it works like as well as it does, uh, is is so is so great. Yeah. You know it's like, but that's that's filmmaking too. Is like you you know you you can prepare as much as you want, but sometimes you get these beautiful happy accidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just happened, and I know even you know in the film I just made, there's there's things that we did and set up and cost money. But when I'm in the edit, I'm like, I don't need to see that. Yeah, I know that. I know we set up that big fancy thing and we did this thing, but it's like I don't Doesn't need matter, it, man. Doesn't matter. No, it's like it works like this, and yeah, yeah. Do I wish I had that extra couple hours I used to get that other stuff back? It's like yeah, but at the same time, it's like when I watch this movie ten years from now. I'm never gonna think of that. I'm just gonna yeah. think, oh, I'm, I love how this moment plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't think of all those things that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the first cut, 
of the film I just did was like two and a half hours long or something. Yeah. Um, and, and, there, and we cut out like like Kevin McDonald's in the movie and we cut him out like there's all these things that are just kind of like fuck like it sucks when you do it but the question you have to ask yourself is like do I when you see a cut and do you miss it do you need it or do you miss it and if the answer is no to both those things then then you leave it out then you gotta get rid of it you know like is, is, it, is there a story point that you're missing by cutting it out no okay um, did you feel as though like you needed to see what, what you saw in that scene just to like move the story along the answer is no to both those questions. Then yeah. I find 9 out of 10, 10, 10, 10, no matter how agonizing an edit is, the moment I do it, I never regret yeah. it. Yeah, you're, like, you're always like, oh, you it's always, there's always that feeling. Of like, the hardest uh, thing is just to make that, or just say yeah. it out loud that it's like, I think this scene can go. Yeah. And then we just had that after this test screening we did where we're sitting there and like, and I could just see the agony in, in my producer's eyes going, oh, I love that scene so much. I'm like, I love it too. It's a great scene. It'll be on the DVD. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll be yeah. on the bonus features. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we don't need it. Yeah. And so there it goes. That's that's the that's the I think that's the 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 joy of um uh, you know uh, reminiscing about filmmaking but then yeah. when you like you're saying in 10 years when you look at it you won't even remember that scene exists really. No. You'll see it as a, an entirety and be like yeah be, yeah. be like, pleased with how it is. Yeah, you know? my, my not, first uh edit of How to Plan an Origin in a Small Town was 2:45. Right. And the final running time right. was like 1:45. Yeah. So we kind of narrowed it. Yeah, it's pretty short, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it moves along. But yeah. there's a ton of stuff. I mean, and those for who have seen it and haven't seen, you know, that we have do have a, a great Blu-ray DVD out. Right. I'm going to hawk my own stuff right now. Right. But it's like, but it's all on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because there is a lot of stuff. Like some of my favorite moments we cut out because, like you said, it's like once we realize why we don't need it, we can get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. You know? And a lot of times it's just like, hey, there's three jokes in a row. Exactly. It's killing the pace. Let's get rid of this exactly. middle one or the, yeah, yeah. the one at the end. We have an extra yeah. button. We don't need it. There's an awesome scene uh, in the film that's come. Uh, anyway, there's a shot of a movie called Room for Rent. It's coming out in October or whatever. But the, there's a scene that was with Patrick Adams as a cop, and they're in a car. Have you seen? You haven't seen it yet, have you? I haven't seen it yet, no. Um, but there's the, the original scene is... <laughs> the original cut of the scene was 13 minutes long. That's a fucking way too long scene for a guy in a car, a cop car. It's very, very funny. It's like the funniest. We, we sent around the 13-minute cut to like to, to Patrick, to everyone, just to, to, to everyone, just so you know, it's everything's going to be funny. Um, but there's, yet, yeah, like you're saying, there, there, was, there was two separate jokes happening at the same time, right? So there, there, there was just too much uh, s- story being sort of intertwined into this scene, and there, the punchline, there's too many punchlines. So you just take out that one whole joke, which is like sort of the thread throughout the, that scene. You take out one of the threads because there's two of them. It still plays the exact same and as funny, yeah. and it's like six minutes long, right? So it's like and you're you know, the only ones that knew. No, it's the only yeah. I mean, I'd love to see that full scene in like the fucking three hour version of the movie because <laughs> it's really really funny. But it doesn't it doesn't it didn't make sense at all. Like, it just didn't make sense to have a 30 minute scene. And when he's just like, there's just so many jokes already. There's there's Say that in that six minute scene, there's fifteen fucking jokes, and in the thirty minute, there's fifty jokes. There's just too much. You don't need it. You don't. Sometimes you just don't need all those. Jokes. No, and, and when and it and, works so much better. And every now and then you get lucky and you have a wealth of riches. Yeah, and it's like yeah, this was funny. Yeah, but is it is it a material? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's good. It's an okay joke. Yeah, we're gonna get rid of it and just keep the best jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 you know, not every film is lucky enough to have that luxury. Where they're they're cutting, just, yeah, cutting a bunch yeah, they of only jokes. have the okay yeah, jokes, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they keep all of those. The whole movie is 
just okay jokes. Yeah, but that's what you want. That's uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a scenario we yeah. had when I was doing the first season of Baroness von Sketch, where mm-hmm. you know they overshoot how many sketches we shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the end, there's only so much room for the number of episodes we have yeah, that season. So there's some stuff that worked out really well, but it's not going to make it into an episode. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of the position you want to be in. You'd rather be that for than sure. going, it's like oh. an album. It's like, a, it's like an album. You record 25 songs and you put 13 on the album, right? Yeah, and that's how we approached that show. We approached it like every every episode is an album. Yeah. And it's like, here's the here's the opening track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, here's that's the, the way you got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, any any final thoughts on on something wild? Uh, no, I mean I, th- I just really enjoyed the watch. I think I think it's it's not a perfect movie for me, and uh, I'll, but I will recommend it to people quite often. Now, yeah, I think I walk away. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about this movie with with a lot of the people that I know that yeah. that rave about it because because it is one of those movies that I don't think is is super well known. But the people that have seen it and love it, love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's definitely, I, I'm so happy I finally saw it, even though I didn't really know much about it or w- wasn't necessarily dying to see it. Yeah. Uh, because it was just such a, a beautiful gift for me hmm. in, in how it kind of surprised me throughout. Yeah, great. Yeah. 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 And if it wasn't for that interview I read with the director I don't remember, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have known about it either. It's like, you know, but so I'm glad that uh, I read that article. Happy accent. Sure. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks for coming over. Yeah, of course. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Thanks for joining us for Something Wild. If you like the show, please subscribe to the podcast and spread the word about it. You can find me on Twitter at Jeremy and go to Facebook for Black Hole Films. Leave a review there, or an Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to this thing. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.